have a background in pandemic preparedness and response, so March of 2020 was a little stressful. <laughs> to take my mind off of the calamity, I put in an application to foster a dog, and then I forgot about it, until they called me to say they had the perfect dog for me. You don't even know me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I asked for more information. All they could tell me was he was from Kotzebute, and I had an hour to decide if I wanted him. Can you send me a photo? They sent me a photo. I'd never seen a dog like this. He looked like a coyote, but what did I have to lose? I was just gonna foster him. As soon as the border opened, I was moving to DC. So I picked him up and I named him Elvin. Because I was just fostering him, I didn't want to waste one of my good dog names. <laughs> yeah. So I took Elvin home, and the first three nights I had him sleep in the kennel. Despite how timid and shy he was, I was still a little worried he would maybe bite my face off, and I had to keep my market value up. <laughs> so by the fourth night, he made it into my bed. Yeah. And my boyfriend reminded me that he hadn't had a bath since Kotzebue, and the streets of Anchorage weren't exactly clean, and I probably didn't want those germs. I half-joked that Elvin and I were both forest feral creatures, and his germs were now my germs. <laughs> it turns out not only did we share germs, but Elvin is a women's size small when it comes to t-shirts. <laughs> so after that, Elvin and I did everything together. Errands, adventures, I peed with the door open because heaven forbid we were alone for more than two minutes. <laughs> so you can see where this is going. I foster failed, hard. And I finally understood what unconditional love was. I always thought it was a gimmick, parents said, to justify having children, but Elvin <laughs> is perfect. So the end of May, I head out for a long weekend with some friends, and I board Elvin, and it's the longest we've been apart. And the boarder assures me she'll send me photos and text messages, and she does. And Tuesday morning, I wake up early, set to go get Elvin, and my heart sinks because there's a text message from 11 p.m. the night before saying Elvin got out and they can't find him. Yeah, I was bummed. So I go over there and I get the information. The door was open, and before they could get the leash on, he ran. And they thought he was by Russian Jack. So I went over to Russian Jack and I parked my car and I couldn't even get out because I was sobbing so hard. And I had moved up to Anchorage a little bit prior to COVID. So while I had friends, I didn't have crisis level friends. Yeah. So I called my mom, who was in South Dakota, and in between the sobs, she figured out what had happened. So she told me to call my babysitter. So I called my babysitter. Oh. My old babysitter from when I was a kid in South Dakota. I don't, I don't actually have a babysitter right now, but um, she lives in Anchorage and she's here. Um, so I, I called Valfrey and she told me to post on Facebook and she would be over later to help me look for Elvin. So I posted on Facebook and I've never gone viral, but I imagine this is what it feels like because that post got shared so many times and people started reaching out and calling and I had a friend of just a few months who had the day off and she spent time in Russian Jack. I had an individual who called me and said he saw Elvin running in the bottom of a ravine in South Dakota. <laughs> I told him there was no way my dog had traveled 4,000 miles, but I really was grateful my fifth grade teacher shared my Facebook post. 
And then I had the Anchorage Pet Detective Agency reach out to me, my only prior experience being with Ace Ventura, but <laughs> they were super helpful and they printed posters for me to hang up. So despite this community uprising, um, I was still filled with despair because I had no idea where Elvin might be. And later that evening, I get a call from a woman that says she has Alvin in the car's parking lot. Oh my gosh, which cars? Eagle River. As if I'm the dumb one for asking. Eagle River, my dog's not in Eagle River. I look at my boyfriend, he's like, that's a scam. And I'm like, trying to get more information. I hear this scuttle and this guy had come up with a rope trying to catch Elvin and Elvin bolted. Yeah. So I tell my boyfriend we have to go out there. And he tells me it's a scam, and even if it was Elvin, he's gone. And I said, well, if it was Elvin and he finds out I didn't show up, he will be heartbroken. <laughs> I will be heartbroken. So we go out there, no sign of Elvin. So we go to a nearby park, and this guy is sitting there saying that a dog matching Elvin's description sprinted through about 30 minutes prior headed north. North. Oh, fuck, he's headed back to Kotzebue. <laughs> yeah. So the next day, I decide I'm going to cut him off. So I am riding my bike back and forth on the road, on the bike path, and I'm calling his name like I'm summoning a demon from the underworld. <laughs> and this doesn't work, but I didn't know what else to do, and I couldn't just sit at home. So that evening, my boyfriend is paddling the Eagle River, so I'm going to shuttle him and put up posters while he's out paddling. And we take his car because we don't have Elvin. And he's very particular about his car. He doesn't want dog hair in it or Elvin messing up the back, which is fine. Elvin is my dog. And as soon as the border opens, Elvin and I are moving to DC. <laughs> so I drop him off and I go and I start hanging up posters. And I get this phone call. And this little boy on the other line goes, Hey, lady, I have your dog. Oh my gosh, where are you? I put in the coordinates. He's eight minutes away. And then I enter hostage negotiation situation. I'm eight minutes away. Do not let go of the collar. He runs. He's been missing for two days. He will run. Do not let go of the collar. And I start driving. And it becomes immediately clear when they say you shouldn't drive when you're emotional. Because I was driving so fast. But then I was trying to contain my emotions because like odds of this being Elvin, like probably pretty low. So I'm driving, and I go up this hill, and I turn the corner, and this little boy is holding Elvin's collar. Yeah, and I know those eight minutes felt like an eternity to him, because they felt like an eternity to me. So I park the car, and I go to get the key out of the ignition, but I can't get the key out, but I don't really understand cars, so I figured I'd kill the battery, but that's why I have AAA. So I grab the leash, and I start running towards Elvin, and it's nowhere like the Hollywood movies. Elvin is not sprinting towards me. It's more like, hey, thanks for finally coming to get me. So I put the leash on him, and this little boy tells me that Elvin just came onto the field looking for some pets. And as he's telling me this, his eyes are kind of looking out to the side, and then he turns to me and he goes, hey lady, what's happening to your car? <laughs> and I turn, and I look, and my boyfriend's perfect, pristine, dog hair free car is rolling backwards towards this cliff. Oh my god, I just got my dog, I'm about to lose my boyfriend. Like, I turn to Alvin, I'm like, I know you've been through some shit, but we gotta go. <laughs> 
start running, and I am pulling Elvin, and I'm sprinting as hard as I can, but you should know I'm a distance runner. I don't have fast twitch muscles. So I'm running, and all these thoughts are going through my mind, like, is this even covered by insurance? How do you explain this? And it becomes very clear I'm not gonna catch this car. So I throw up a Hail Mary, but like a real Hail Mary, because I was raised Catholic. And the car hits a guardrail. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I felt the same. <laughs> so, Elvin's safe, I'm safe, the car just has a slight scratch on the bumper. So today, Elvin has a GPS collar, and I'm single. Yeah. And, uh, and when the border opened up, I couldn't move to DC. Trust me, I tried. Um, but when Elvin was lost, that was kind of the first sign that I saw this really remarkable community come out. Um, and just like Elvin and I are both forest feral creatures, we actually have a lot more in common. Because like Elvin, it took me a while to get my footing and find my pack within the community. And just like when Elvin was lost, when I got lost and I lost my way and my sense of self and direction, this community showed up to help bring me back home too. Thank you.